It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of today's episode of this program. Covered a lot of ground today. Of course, most of it's centered around this coronavirus. Uh, you know what? I, I am curious. Uh, would you like Would you like me to take some time each day and set it aside so you and I can talk about something uh, not related to this coronavirus? Is that something you'd like? I, I'm torn between my uh, like duty as a broadcaster to keep you updated and informed, uh, but also uh, entertained and distracted. Uh, if that is something you'd like, uh, why don't you do me a favor? Send me a text message, 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Again, 57500. What I'm asking is, uh, would you like me to set a little bit of time aside each day for you and I to cover uh, some other topic, something uh, totally unrelated to this coronavirus? It's difficult to even fathom something that hasn't been touched by this deal here. But I'm sure uh, between uh, my own digging around on the Internet and the help from uh, Gustavo and Amber and Amy, I'm sure we can come up with something and you and I can have a chat uh, and pretend uh, at least for a segment, if not if uh, if nothing else, uh, that the world is not upside down and we are not uh, as as a human race facing a pandemic uh, that is sweeping uh, the globe. Uh, so why don't you let me know? Five seven five zero zero. It's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. You know what? As I describe it, I think I've convinced myself. I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to find some time each day uh, to talk about something uh, besides uh, this coronavirus. We've lost out on a lot of the things that we typically have used as distractions uh, from the uh, typical uh, you know, stresses of our days and lives, sports, of course, movies, uh, it's that idea of escapism. Uh, you know, I'm, the streaming services, they're doing really well right now. Uh, I know there are a number of additional folks listening to this radio station, uh, and that is because in the face of this anxiety and these stresses and this new circumstance, uh, we're going to be looking for something uh, to distract us. And if I'm honest, I was really looking forward to the Olympics. I was really looking forward to the 2020 Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. And when we first started hearing the reports uh, out of China that there was this virus going around, this coronavirus, I remember uh, on this program, this was, this was way back when, when I used to broadcast from KSL and not here in my guest bedroom as I practice good and responsible social distancing. I remember having a conversation with you about the notion of uh, could this escalate to the point where the Olympics are uh, canceled or postponed? And if I'm honest, I got a number of text messages saying, Lee, quit wasting time. You're just you're trying to sensationalize this story. Uh, there's no way they're postponing or canceling the Olympics. Uh, that's an absurdity. That's such a uh, uh, an event rooted in such steep tradition. It would take a war or something along those lines to cancel uh, the Olympics. Well, guess what? This is a war. We're at war with an invisible foe, the coronavirus, and uh, we've lost now uh, the Olympics, and we, uh, at least for a year, 
you know, the, the indication from the International Olympic Committee is that uh, sometime in 2021, we will uh, get to enjoy the Tokyo Olympics. Now, what does that mean for the athletes? Uh, this morning I was reading a story, uh, and I, I <laughs> this is funny, uh, I was having a conversation with uh, producer Amy this morning about this very topic and about how uh, some of the athletes were reacting. And by chance, the first uh, few athlete reactions that I encountered uh, was, I won't, I won't name any of them specifically because I don't want to shame them or do anything like that. That's not my intention. Uh, but the reaction of the first few athletes that I saw uh, was uh, a lot of complaining about the postponement of these Olympic Games. The the What they were complaining about was, we've put so much time and energy into qualifying for these Olympic Games and getting our uh, bodies into their peak physical condition, and we're at a stage of life where, uh, you know, age is an enemy and we need to maintain our strength and conditioning and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Amy, set aside a segment because I'm about to go off on some athletes. I was ready to say, listen, how dare you? How dare you complain about not having a shot at that little gold or silver or bronze piece of jewelry uh, far off across the world? Uh, how dare you complain about you maybe losing out on some kind of sponsorship deal uh, when there are grandmas and grandpas who are dying, choking to death uh, because this coronavirus has taken hold of them and won't let go? How dare you put yourself uh, and your needs and your desires and your wants uh, ahead of uh, a population around the world that's suffering and doing battle against this. Anyway, that ends up not being my attitude because I did a little bit more digging and I found that those attitudes were a minority of folks. Only a few athletes were talking like that. And as I started digging uh, and hearing from more athletes, reaching out to a few friends of mine, even uh, I got some marathon runner friends uh, from my hometown. And the attitude is one of support and understanding and optimism and strength, and it's inspiring. And I want to share some of the words with you uh, that these athletes have spoken. Uh, here's one from uh, one of the volleyball players. She says, our time will come. These dreams are not canceled. They're just on hold for a moment. Hope and heartbreak can live side by side. Another one uh, from a track star. My dreams are not canceled. They're just postponed. Uh, here's an Olympic diver saying, waiting one more year to reach our dreams is well worth the sacrifice to help keep people safe. Yes, I'll be another year older, and my body will feel that, but I promise to work my tail off to make Team Great Britain as proud as I can when the time uh, comes. Uh, very, uh, very concisely, uh, here's a, a track star, uh, Tiana uh, Bartoletta. She says, not denied, just delayed. Uh, another a judo competitor uh, says, 2021, no problem. I'll be ready. Uh, last one I'll share with you. As we stand together to meet today's challenges, we can dream about a wonderful Olympics in a beautiful country. Now is the time to support all those working to heal the sick and keep us all healthy. I'm not going to be able to be inspired by the athletes on uh, the field of play or on the track or in the pool uh, this coming summer. Uh, but what I can do is I can scroll through uh, their social media postings and learn about their world-class reactions uh, to the postponement of uh, the Olympic Games. 
these folks really are giants and heroes, uh, you know, not just physically, uh, not just uh, in the swimming pool or on the track or wherever they compete, uh, but also of mind. Uh, their attitude on this is exactly what we need to be hearing. And you and I uh, ought to uh, take a lesson from them. And as we find ourselves getting down, as we find ourselves getting discouraged by the anxieties of this little pandemic deal, uh, just know uh, that there is going to be a later. And there will be an after the fact. And we will get through it. Anyway, that's enough rambling out of me. I'm going to step aside, make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he picks things up here on KSL News Radio with Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News.